Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Favorite Show, the podcast where we talk about our favorite things. Every week, we pick a different topic to discuss, and since best can be subjective, we talk about the things that are our favorites. My name's Aaron. Sean here. And I'm Shannon. Guys, we got three emails this week. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull these up, and we are going to, we got some stuff to talk about. This email is entitled Catching Up. It's from Elise Tolman. Hey, Elise. Oh, yeah. She says, Hey, guys, I've been keeping up, but not very good about responding in a timely manner. Sorry. Elise, no sorry needed. We're just, oh, it's we're just fine. glad you're with us. That's great. <laughs> uh, she says, I love pizza and generally love a lot of meat on it, especially bacon. However, the best pizza I ever had was in a restaurant in Park City, and I ordered their vegetarian pizza. Had onions, olives, red peppers, artichoke hearts, tomatoes, and probably more. I can't remember the sauce. I just remember loving it so much. It does sound good. It does sound good. She says one of her favorite natural wonders is the coral pink sand dunes in southern Utah. Just something about the colors, the quiet expanse of the dunes, and the fun little moki, is that how you say it? M-O-Q-U-I, marbles. Uh, you can find all over. That's what thrills me. Uh, I, I don't know what that's called. If, Al, I, if Alex was I, here. <laughs> see, I, I always pronounced a moqui, but that is probably incorrect. But yeah, they call them little moqui marbles. And Alex could tell me more. I want to say, hold on. Alex. Know <laughs> they are. Time out while we call our, our uh, resident geologist to the, to the show to get his opinion. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> that's fine. What does Alex have to say? <laughs> um yeah so they are like little volcanic rocks basically and they harden into little like they're not like pumice that's like light and airy they're like little dense rocks hmm interesting well however you pronounce them they sound cool i'm gonna have to look them up uh elise goes on to say your least favorite show episode was great although i was a little bewildered until i realized it was april fool's day there we go somebody <laughs> said it we went the whole episode without <laughs> saying april fool's <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, did someone mention junk mail, specifically credit card offers? Oh, I thought I'd share how I solved so, that years ago. Oh. It takes a little time, but it works. Every time I got one, I'd open it up, write on the application with my pre-printed name in big, bold letters, stop sending this to me. I'd put it in their <laughs> postage paid envelope and send it. I think they eventually got tired of paying postage on the return junk <laughs> mail and stopped sending them. That's, oh, that's awesome. brilliant. Oh, oh, uh, I got to start doing that. That's amazing. I love that. That's so amazing. Oh, man. I'm totally trying that. Uh, she says, as for favorite science fiction movies, I love the Star Trek movie, The Voyage Home, where they go back in time to save the last humpback whales. And I really love the new Star Trek movies, too. There's something really cool about the new movies that cleverly tie in the old movie plots that really intrigues me. Also, uh, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. She says, favorite dog is a German Shepherd. Might be biased because it was the first dog we had when I was young, but they are smart and beautiful. She says, I don't read graphic novels, but when I was a teen, my cousin and I used to both read the Spider-Man comics in the newspaper. And when he went on a church mission to South America, I cut them out and sent them to him a month at a time so he wouldn't get behind. That's so great. That's awesome. Uh, she <laughs> says, and, and my favorite drummer, of course, is my son. Aww. I love drums. And when he had to take something in fifth grade, either choir, orchestra, or band, I heavily influenced him to play the drums. Listening to the school's <laughs> percussion group perform is my favorite. You now have another listener because my mom has moved in with me and she listens to the podcast too. Keep up the great work, Elise. Wow. Awesome. That's Thanks, great. Elise. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for emailing in. And uh, I, I do love the updates, getting all this, getting caught up on, you know, uh, everybody's favorites from our past episodes. It's fun. Yeah, it really is. Shannon, you just texted me a picture of these. Do we decide how it's, what it's called? Moki, Moki? Anyway, no. you just sent me a picture <laughs> of these marbles. They're cool. They're super cool. Also, yeah, Alex texted it to me really quickly. He said, oops, no, I was wrong. It, um, They are small, dense, these little ball rocks, but it is sedimentary, not igneous. 
Oh, so, Alex, whoops. you led us astray. <laughs> there you go. It, and the thing I, I he had sent me uh, is that it's composed of iron oxide and sandstone formed underground when iron minerals precipitated from flowing groundwater, which is cool. That's super cool. Well, now I've seen pictures of them. I got to go see the real thing. They look awesome. Um, our next email is from our friend of the show, Catherine. <laughs> she says, hi, favorite show friends. Actually, I just had dinner with Catherine like literally 15 minutes ago. So, hey, Catherine, <laughs> it was good to see you again. <laughs> she says, hi, favorite show friends. Yes, it is I again, Catherine, friend of the show. <laughs> Yay! Welcome back. Yes. Oh, pizza is one of my favorite foods, so I had to chime in on this conversation. My favorite topping for pizza is sausage and pineapple. My mom introduced me to that combination as a small child and has been my go-to ever since. The best pizza I ever had was in Florence, Italy. Ooh. And since Ooh. having it, I've been trying to find places near me that taste similar. So far, I've found two. The first is a pizza restaurant in downtown Disneyland, Naples Ristorante. However you say that. And the next is right next door to my apartment in Burbank, Life Rooted. Score. We were going we to go there tonight for dinner, but they're not open on Tuesdays. So we went oh. somewhere else. That's oh, man. bizarre. What, what's wrong with Tuesdays? I don't, they're not open Mondays and Tuesdays. Probably because they're open weekends or something. But anyway, um. we, yeah, we've been there. It's good. Uh, she says, both have really good dough and the mozzarella cheese is perfect. Thank you for a delicious show. Now I'm hungry and want to get some pizza. <laughs> P.S. Thank you, Aaron and Stephanie, for taking us to Masa. I'm not a big deep dish pizza fan, but that pizza was amazing. We need to go there again, Catherine. Yes, we did go with them once, and and uh, ooh, that place is good. But yeah, yeah, good to hear from you again, Catherine. It's been a long time, like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then our third email is from Robert. Robert. You were there at dinner, too, 15 minutes ago. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> this is good, guys. Uh, he says, had to tell you about my favorite pizzas. But first, because I know she'll also write in, too, I thought it would be fun to predict what Catherine would tell you. Her favorite Ooh. pizza is sausage and pineapple. Ah, she likes to get pizza from Life Rooted. <laughs> <laughs> you guys That's win awesome. all the points Perfect. on the Newlywed game. <laughs> right on. You even went on with more detail that she didn't give. She says she said she misses bunch of lunch at Shakey's. Our favorite meal is pizza from Round Table, and we go next door to Yogurtland. How'd I do? Well, apparently 100% plus some. So well done, Robert. Yeah, well done. Uh, and then he has a list of a few of his favorites here. Uh, Quickfire favorite pizza and pizza facts. He says, Oregon Stop Pizza, Mesa, Arizona. Enjoy your pizza while listening to the largest Wurlitzer pipe organ in the world. What? Wow. That is not a combo I would have expected. No. That sounds amazing. Uh, he says he loves St. Louis style. St. Saint Louis? St. Louis. Uh-oh. I'm sounding like a white man. St. Louis style pizza. <laughs> a thin crust pizza made with Provol cheese. Provol cheese was created in St. Louis and is a combination of cheddar, Swiss, and provolone. The cheese is very divisive and has an acquired taste. I never heard of that. Mm -mm. Big Mamas and Papas. This is local to SoCal. Big Mama's offers the largest deliverable pizza delivered on top of a Mini Cooper. The giant Sicilian is 54 <laughs> inch by 54 inch. What? 200 square slices and feeds 50 to 70 people. And all for only $400. I think we can handle oh, this one alone, right, Aaron? He says. I haven't. <laughs> I've seen them. And actually, are they on minis or are they on smart cars? I know I've seen at least one of their delivery cars. <laughs> And it's it literally is it's like a giant square rack on top of the car for the pizza. I've seen these around town. That's amazing. They're awesome. That's amazing. Uh, he says pinball pizza, which is another local favorite. Our go-to is the Hawaiian, 
uh, what makes it unique is in addition to the ham and pineapple, there are maraschino cherries. I haven't had that. Whoa. That's, interesting. That is an interesting combo. I'd try it. I mean, it, once you got pineapple on there, like you can kind of go with whatever, right? Sweet stuff. So yeah, I'd try it. Well, it's interesting actually, not to derail the email, but when I was doing some research on Hawaiian pizza, the uh, there's a German thing. I want to say it was called a pineapple toasty or something. Hmm. That it was a piece of toast with ham and a pineapple and a maraschino cherry and cheese melted on top. And so that was kind of the controversy of was this the predecessor to Hawaiian pizza? But it's got the cherry. That sounds good. I try it. Uh, and then he says Vito's slash ghost pizza. Vito's was a local pizza joint next to my college. Vito was from New York and made the most authentic New York style pizza in L.A. That and his new location in Beverly Hills is a little too far to go to on a regular basis. Luckily, a new place called Ghost Pizza opened a stone's throw away from me. They both serve my favorite pizza, a thin crust white pizza. The Casper is garlic and olive base with par- Parmesan, mozzarella, and topped with ricotta. Thank you for continuing to produce five-star worthy episodes, Robert. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Man, all this pizza talk has got me, well, it would have got me hungry again, but we just, <laughs> like I said, we just came from dinner and I'm stuffed. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Stephanie just walked into the room and handed me a piece of paper that says pizza, a haiku. <laughs> Melty and perfect, <laughs> enticing, heavenly yum. Pizza, I love you. <laughs> that is profound. Somebody put it on a shirt. We need it on a shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Stephanie, like I said last week, she was so bummed she couldn't join us for the pizza episode, but she was just totally wiped out from the marathon and stuff. So this is her gift to us. <laughs> the haiku. I love it. Thank, Thank you, Stephanie. Stephanie. It's so good. Didn't we make the joke about someday if we ever do merch, we'll just do Stephanie stickers. <laughs> that <laughs> yes, can be one of our Stephanie stickers. <laughs> Man, well, you would think that we were talking about pizza this week, but we're not. We just had a lot of updates and emails to talk about pizza. Um, but that's it for updates for me. You guys have anything? Did no? you get anything in the mail by chance, Aaron? <gasps> I do have another update. <laughs> 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 it was, uh, we yeah, it was an envelope that said, said big do not bend on it. And we opened it up, and it is a beautiful, big old print of the quest for the five-star rating, our artwork from Tom. And it is awesome. It looks so good in a big, big physical print. I got to hang it up somewhere. Yeah, my my wife went ahead and made some some prints. But, uh, but yeah, she got me one, and I actually have it framed here in my office where I not only record <laughs> this podcast, but do my work. So it's it's there reminding me. My quest for the five stars. That's right. <laughs> it's so cool. Oh, man. It looks, it already was cool, but it looks even cooler in big printed form. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> Thank you again, Tom. It's awesome. Yes, it's so cool. Well, unless we have any other updates, I think we can get on to this week's topic after what, 10 minutes of talking about pizza. We're not talking <laughs> about pizza this week anymore, probably. Uh, this week's topic is our favorite TV comedy series. So we were we, we were trying to cover all these different genres whenever we talk about TV. And I know we talked about animated series. We talked about uh, our favorite TV villains well, it was an episode a while back. But yeah, our favorite comedy series on TV. So there's a lot to pick from, you guys. And it's funny, oh, as, yeah. I, as I pulled out my, my phone and I was making a list, I basically, I, I wrote down here on an honorable mention, pretty much every show from our animated series episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many shows we talked about for the animated series that are just just hilarious. So many funny ones. But 
and I'm going to, I'm going to bring up a couple of them again, but, uh, we're just going to get my favorite and in my opinion, the greatest show of all time out of the way first, that's Futurama. You guys, <laughs> Futurama, Future. I've seen Futurama way too many times. You guys, I'm sure I've watched the entire series all, I forget how many episodes it is. Well over a hundred. I've seen them all a dozen times at least. It's it's just easily my favorite show. Well, and I enjoy that any conversation we have, you've always got an applicable Futurama quote to go along with it. It's true. In pretty much any situation, something pops up that reminds me of Futurama. <laughs> so for anybody who's not familiar with it and who hasn't heard me talk about it already a million times on this show, <laughs> Futurama uh, is an animated sci-fi comedy sitcom uh, created by Matt Groening. Groening? Is that how you say his name? Anyway, Simpsons guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it premiered in 1999 and follows the adventures of Philip J. Fry, who accidentally freezes himself on New Year's Eve in 1999 and is frozen for a thousand years and wakes up in the year 2999 on New Year's Eve. And he meets a bunch of crazy people, including Leela, the one-eyed alien, and Bender, the robot, and has all these adventures in the year 3000 or so. Here's here's why Futurama is so funny to me, and it's my favorite, is that it's a perfect balance of smart and stupid at the same time. <laughs> like the writers of the show, a lot of a lot of the writers on the show are legit like mathematicians and like have like degrees in like physics and like they're really scientists, right? And so a lot of the show, even though it's like, you know, it's sci-fi and it's like crazy future stuff, but like there's a lot of real science in it. Like they make these really smart jokes, these math jokes and stuff. And then they just go to like the dumbest baseline jokes of, uh, like I'm trying to think of an example, but like they're just, they, it's the full spectrum. And I, I already love dumb humor as it is. <laughs> So I feel like it's just that funny, like juxtaposition of like, it's so dumb and so smart at the same time. It's just hilarious to me. Just, I'm just having fun. I was just pulling up some quotes and yeah, they're just, they're just great. (laughs) I mean, Fry, who's, who was, was frozen and kind of the dummy Valentine's day is coming. Oh crap. I forgot to get a girlfriend again. Like, (laughs) anyway, yeah, it's a funny show. Here's one of my, one of my favorite dumb jokes from the show is there's an episode where, uh, Bender, um, accidentally, well, accidentally, Bender has a baby with the, uh, Planet Express vending machine, drink machine robot. And, uh, which is already stupid. Um, but then, so they're, they're at the, they're at his son's bat mitzvah. Um, and they're like, the Hermes says something like, you should be, so, you could, you must be so proud of him. And Bender says, I could take him or leave him. And then Bev, the, the beverage machine bursts through the wall and says, I've come for my son. I'm here to take him and leave with him. And Hermes says, she beat you to both things. <laughs> 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 it's so dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Oh man. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, it's just uh, there, and there's so many ridiculous characters in this show that are so funny. All, pr- pretty much all of the robots in the show, like Bender, is like a bending unit, but all he does is like drink and smoke and steal things and swear and like is a all around jerk, and he's the greatest. Um, <laughs> but then like all this whole slew of robots. I mean, there's a robot named Hedonism Bot, and all he does is like live a hedonistic lifestyle like it's all like gluttonous living and stuff like who built this robot <laughs> right <laughs> well, i and, like the robot uh soap opera too <laughs> yeah all my circuits starring calculon 
<laughs> so dumb. Oh boy. And like uh, uh like uh Santa, the Santa bot, they they built this robot to to hand out presents, but they made an error in programming, and so he invariably judges everyone to be naughty. And so every year he comes and blows up everybody. Like he comes and like lays waste to the city. (laughs) It's just so dumb. (laughs) What a spectacular cast too. Because like if you go to the IMDb page, it's what, like maybe seven people who voices like everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so impressive to me that, yeah, like Fry and the professor are the same voice actor. And And Branigan. Yes. And Zoidberg. It's it's crazy. (laughs) to me. Yeah, I think Katie Seagal, who's the voice of Leela, is the only person who only yeah. voices one character in that show. Like Billy West, John DiMaggio, uh, David Herman, uh, Maurice LaMarche, uh, Lauren Tom. Like every everybody on the show voices a million characters. And it's uh, it's just so good, you guys. It's so good. I could go on for yeah. a long time, but we have other shows to talk about. But I'm I've this is not the first time you've heard me talk about Futurama. It won't be the last time you talk hear me talk about Futurama. But easily, <laughs> easily my favorite show of all time, regardless of genre or anything. It's easily my favorite. And it looks like you can stream all ten seasons on Hulu if you uh if any of our listeners happen to have a Hulu account and want to check it out. You can indeed. And they just got picked up for a revival. So Ooh, more Futurama. I knew there were like rumors of it. That's awesome. It is coming back, which is extra funny because Futurama has been canceled four times now. <laughs> they did their initial four seasons on Fox. It was canceled. They did another like pseudo season that came back uh, like on a, on a, a kind of direct to DVD uh, uh, sort of comedy central sort of thing that happened and then went away. Wait, it wasn't Comedy Central before then. Okay, oh, oh no, it was Adult Swim. And then Comedy Central picked it up and did see, did like a couple seasons. And they finished off season eight and they weren't sure if they were getting renewed. So they did like a season finale episode and then they got picked up for two more seasons. So there are actually four season finales or series finales <laughs> in Futurama. So they just, and now they're coming back. So there's going to be a fifth one. So I don't know. I love it. <laughs> I'll be quiet now. I'll quit talking about Futurama for at least a minute. <laughs> All I can think of is Richard Nixon in a jar now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel a jowl movement coming on. <laughs> All right, Shannon, how about you? What do you have for us? Well, I my list is way too long, but I tried to kind of narrow it down to the shows. I, I, I noticed that most of my comedy shows are ones that Alex and I watch together. And so the ones that made the top of the list are shows that at some point over the course of the series, Alex and I just died laughing. Like, I can think of moments in several of these shows where there was some line delivery. We both busted up laughing, laughed all the way through the commercials, and then had to, like, pause when it came back on because (laughs) we were still laughing so hard. That's great. The first one that came to mind when I was thinking of that is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ooh, that's on my honorable mention list. I don't know if you guys have watched it. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> it's so funny. So the premise of this show, it's actually created by the same people who did Parks and Rec, which if you're not familiar with that one, check that one out too. And so Brooklyn Nine-Nine is this uh, comedy that takes place in a police department. And the cast is diverse and they're funny and they're lovable. 
But my most favorite, see, and that's hard to say because there's so many really good characters. But my most favorite is the police captain, Raymond Holt, because <laughs> his like deadpan line delivery, he's got so many one liners that just kill me. They are so funny. And I don't know, this show is just really, really well done. Um, and they have a really good balance of, you know, this really funny stuff while having some pretty heavy subject matter because it is taking place in a police department, like I said. And, like, you know, even they just barely wrapped up and their latest season was kind of heavy, actually, but in a way that it still was handled really well. But, yeah, 10 out of 10. I really love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Is this still on Hulu or has it moved over to Peacock or whatever the NBC Last one I is? Last I checked, it was on Hulu still. Okay, cool. Verified. It's on Hulu. I can I can watch some more of it then, yeah. Perfect. Rated TV 14. It's it's such a funny show. It's so good. And and Andy Samberg is the kind of oh lead guy, Jake Peralta. I, I love the dynamic between all the different people. Like you said, it's such a diverse group of characters and seeing how they all interact with each other. Raymond Holt is so funny. And um, uh, uh, Stephanie Beatrice, who plays um, Detective Diaz. Yeah. It blew my mind because she's so good in this show. And she's so like, she's tough and everything she does is like, oh yeah, whatever. I'll kick his butt. You know, like it's all, it's all very flat and like serious and, and whatever. She's Mirabelle in, in Kanto. Isn't that crazy? Yes. It's the same person. Well, and it's funny because I only ever really knew her from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And like you said, she's this really tough, leather-wearing, um, she wasn't, no, she was a detective, wasn't she? But yeah, like very, she talks about it like this. She's really tough and she she can't be bothered with anything. Yeah. But oh, then yeah. her real life personality is so bubbly and enter, <laughs> like she's over the top, like excited about everything and then, yeah, like, she was Mirabelle, and I was like, I didn't know she could sing. Like, I thought she was Rosa <laughs> Diaz. She's not. Not at all. <laughs> I know. I, that's all I knew her from either, or too, is so it was it was, it was, was a shock to me. But, yeah. Well, and she, she had some interview. I don't know if it was a Comic-Con or what, that she was saying something about how she wasn't sure if she should be offended, that people were disappointed when they met her. Or if she should be really proud of the fact that she created this character so completely different from herself that was so believable. It's so good. See, I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And so I've having kids, I've watched Encanto a lot. So now I'm going to watch it and just like expect any moment to be like, welcome to the family madrigal, you know, or something. You will be disappointed. She does not. That's oh, yeah. the opposite of her character. It's so good, though. It's such a good show. All right, well, I'll go next. So one of my favorites, and I actually echo what Shannon said, I, I didn't actually realize until looking at the list I had made that some of these I've really enjoyed um, watching with other people at different points. Like, there are a lot of funny shows that I've watched by myself. Like, I had a list of, oh, how many? Like, 18? <laughs> so I won't go through all of them. But uh, but one of them that I really enjoy is New Girl. <gasps> I love New Girl. That was the top of my list, too. And New Girl, if you haven't seen it, is about this this single woman in her early 30s uh, has this this breakup and she's like looking for some place in L.A. to live and finds this loft on Craigslist with these three guys and they had an extra room. And so she moves in. And I just think that the entire show 
it, it, it they're, they're just normal. They're normal people. But what makes it so funny is how different they are. So Jess, one of the main characters, the new girl, is just like so quirky and is a is a teacher but likes to knit and into into musicals and things like that. Say in one episode she describes herself as she's a girl who rocks a lot of polka dots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the that's way a to good describe way herself. Her. And then there's just these other friends that have been friends, kind of have their history together. And one of them is just like this super quirky guy that that uh, is like quirky in very different ways. And like, he'll just say things that don't make any sense. And people are like, huh? You know? <laughs> and then he'll just pop in, he gets this cat and he's like, you know, he's got like this very, very intimate relationship with this cat. And then there's another guy who was like a, a gym coach and another guy who's like a, just a, just a loser. He keeps his, doesn't have a wallet. He keeps his money in like a Ziploc bag. And anyway, it's just the way they all come together though is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I have to admit, I haven't seen a lot of new girl, but what I have seen is hilarious and I feel like I need to watch more. Oh, I love it. It's one of my very favorite shows. It made it my top three for sure. And I mean, like Sean, you were saying that the, all the characters are so different that is a show I cannot, for the life of me, pick a favorite character because I'll be watching. I'm like, okay, yeah, Nick Miller, he's hands down my favorite, and he's played by Jake Johnson. And yeah, he's the he's the loser that you know he was the college dropout. He's a bartender. He does not have his life together. But like, as we learn more about him, he's got more figured out than we'd realize and things. But then Schmidt, who is like the insufferable rich boy <laughs> he goes and does some stupid thing he's got a lot of great one-liners and then yeah winston uh who used to play professional basketball in latvia oh that's right yes <laughs> and and coach and cc is jess's best friend like this just such a quotable show and our family's big on puzzles and i nobody ever probably gets it when i sing it but winston at some point gets really into puzzles but he's colorblind so like half the pieces are upside down and he doesn't notice (laughs) but like he gets weirdly into it and he's always puzzling winston's gonna do some puzzling (laughs) and so every time we get out puzzles i start humming it to myself it's just i don't know yeah and you do find out different things right just about their background or or they'll just be super random things too like there'll be an entire episode almost around how how schmidt is like scared of spiders and then and then, like, while they're doing it and they're trying to to find the spider that, like, Nick Miller is working on his famous recipe f- from passed down from the men in his family or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> and that's the episode. But it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to have to watch some more. Do you know where it, where it is? Netflix. It is on Netflix. Netflix. Good. I have Netflix. And if you want to get a feel for the comedy, I think my favorite... Well, I, I don't know if, if my, one of my favorite scenes ever just on YouTube, you could check it out is the popcorn machine scene. If you if you want to get an understanding of kind of the type of comedy in the show, check out the popcorn scene. Do you know what I'm talking that about, is, Shannon? Like, I do. That is a show I have honestly rewatched <laughs> a lot of times. And like we try not to rewatch too many things 
just because there's so much out there. That was the other thing. Making this list, I was like, man, I've watched a lot of TV. <laughs> but New Girl, <laughs> New Girl is one I have rewatched many times. I love that one. And after the show ended, I, I don't know how long later, but they did one more season afterwards that has like just eight episodes, but has like this really funny continues the show really well and gives some some fun closure to different things so it's it's a fun show to watch through and through yeah well you talked me into it i'll get started (laughs) (laughs) i'm still trying to follow up on all the episodes of or all the all the animated shows that gracie said i needed to watch i've watched some i've still got my list just gets longer guys it just gets longer we made it through all of uh steven universe and like steven universe future and the movie like we watched them all oh man good recommendation gracie so good yes so good well one of the favorites i wanted to talk about you mentioned briefly a minute ago shannon is parks and recreation parks and rec i feel like is a show that like you were saying shannon like i just laugh and laugh and laugh so hard and Stephanie and I, that was one that we used to watch together as well back when it was back when it was on. And it's oh, it's funny. And I think it's funny partly because it's ridiculous and partly because it's kind of a little too real sometimes. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so Parks and Rec is a, is a political satire mockumentary sitcom. So it is, you know, kind of like the style of The Office, you know, like they're doing a fake documentary or something. Um, aired on NBC uh, from 2009 to 2015 with 125 episodes over seven seasons. Uh, and it basically follows uh, Leslie Nope, and her she she works with the Parks Department in Pawnee, Indiana, and uh, she just has all these ridiculous things happen to her in her little local government. And uh, of course, she has all these grand aspirations of of you know really like you know the, the go- doing great things in the government, and and she's just kind of stuck in in Pawnee, a little out of the way place, and uh, yeah, it's just. It's just hilarious. One of one of the things that makes me laugh so hard in that show is anytime Leslie has to deal with like the citizens of Pawnee. <laughs> like anytime <laughs> they have to do like a town hall meeting and stuff. And I think those these are the moments where it's like a little bit too real. Like a lady comes in and she complains. She's like, I found a sandwich in Ramsett Park and I want to complain about why, or I want to know why it didn't have mayo on it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> My like, goodness. Doesn't that just sound like the kind of thing that people would like complain about, right? Like other ladies like, yeah. I, there was a sign in, in the park that said, do not drink the water. So I used the water, the sprinkler water to make tea and now I have an infection. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. Oh <my> goodness. <laughs> but it's also, I, I also love, you talked about the diversity of characters in some of these shows. Parks and Rec has such an endearing cast, uh, such an endearing characters. Um, you know, Leslie Nope is like endlessly optimistic and perky and can do anything. And then Ron Swanson is the opposite. He hates the government, even though he works in the government. He actively works to like not do things and <laughs> all of that. And just, oh, it's just every everybody in that show is so spot on. And it's so hilarious to me. So it's what's so funny is I had heard good things. And so I watched the first, I don't know, episode or two. And I was like, I don't get it. And then and then um, my wife was watching it later. And I, I just I started joining her and kind of catching more of the episodes. And I feel like it's one of those that actually grew on me a ton. Like as you yeah. as you get to know the characters, and and just their relationship and how they care and don't care about each other. And there's an episode where 
Jerry doesn't come in and it's because he was retired and he told everybody, but, but nobody, nobody listened, listened, you know? <laughs> oh. and, and I don't know. Just, yeah, just, I don't know. The characters together just, yeah, make that. Yeah. It's it's just so stinking yeah. funny. We heard from so many people who were like, give it a couple episodes. Like, you know, like a lot of people we knew were like after the first episode, like, eh, it's fine. Like they were like, give it a few more. And it really was true. Like the first episode is good in the same sense that like the first episode of The Office is good. It's not great, right? Like if you keep watching The Office, there's some gold episodes in there, but the first episode is not one of them. Same with Parks and Rec. So I I feel like if you watch the first one and you're like, eh, keep watching, I can almost guarantee you will love this show. It'll make you laugh so hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I for sure agree. That first, even the first season, it's a pretty short first season, but it's okay. And then, and then after you've watched it, then you can talk about little Sebastian with your, with your friends <laughs> and you can, you know, just have so That's many right. great inside jokes. It's, it's a great, uh, 100%. great show. And treat yourself 2011. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> Which is such a thing now. I love that that has permeated into everyday culture. I, there's a lot of people who do treat yourself now. And for it's sure. It's true. Started with Tom and Donna. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so good. Um, A very different show, which is also my top three, is the show Letterkenny, which is actually a Canadian TV show. It is on Hulu. I will say it is TVMA. There is a lot of strong language in it, but it is funny. You have um, recommended that show to us a bunch of times, and we didn't have Hulu for a while, but now we just got Hulu back, so it's on my list. <laughs> yes, get on it. It's actually relatively short. I think that there's like 10 seasons, but there's Ten only 68. Seasons. No, 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 but there's only short. No, okay. but listen, there's only 68 episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, each season has maybe six-ish episodes, like, oh, pl- give okay. or take some. Okay. And Sorry, even I then, those the episodes. <laughs> okay, I know. okay, okay, you're forgiven. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but even then, like, the episodes, like, I don't, I think the longest one is maybe 30 minutes. Like, they are relatively short. But the premise of this show, every episode starts with, there are 5,000 people in Letterkenny. These are their problems. <laughs> and so it's just this little tiny hick town in Ontario that um, there's a couple different groups of people. There's the hicks that sometimes they're called shirt, uh, shirt tuckers. And they have like a vegetable, they have like a produce stand and they're hard workers and whatever. And then there's the skids, which are like the druggies that are always listening to loud music and dancing outside the drugstore. Um, there's the jocks, which are hockey players because it's Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's the churchgoers. And so it's just all their dumb shenanigans with each other. And it is so, it's such a unique show. Like the writing is very unique because there's so many phrases that they say. Like, you know, there's a handful of shows that, you know, they've got the one line that, you know, is that character's catchphrase or whatever. There are so many in this show. And so I know Alex and I use them at each other all the time and people are probably like, what are you, what are you saying? (laughs) But like, we have a half a dozen inside jokes just from this one show. And it's, very, very funny. Um, several of the actors are very uh, 
active on social media. And so they've been doing a live tour that they're doing live performances of the show, like in character and costume and whatever. Oh, wow. And I know they had they had a couple shows in L.A. and it was a weekend we couldn't go. We were so sad we missed it. But next time, next time they come around. But uh, one of the main, main characters, uh, Michelle Milet, she posts a lot of like behind the scenes of them on the tour bus. And uh, it's it's just it's a really funny show. Highly recommend it. It is strong language. If that offends you, it's not, I would skip it. But it's, I think, a very funny show. Well, it's on my list now that we have Hulu again. And I've never even heard of it. So <laughs> I guess I learned something new. There you go. It's one of those shows that we had very first heard of it because it was on originally Crave TV. And then it got picked up. So it's a Hulu original. And at some point, we were getting a lot of ads for it when we were watching something else on Hulu. And we were like, what on earth is this show? <laughs> like, I can't quite figure out if it's, like, trying to take itself too seriously or what. And so we finally checked it out. And we were like, oh, man, this is so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's kind of got a cult following. The people who are into it are really into it. Nice. So uh, if any any uh, advertisers listen to this podcast, you got you got Shannon and Alex. It's worked. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh so my next one is uh is Modern Family. Oh, I, so good. It's it's I, I I don't know what to think. It's it's so funny that for some reason, even though the characters again are so different, and it's these three families where there's like the grandfather and his two two kids and then those two kids with their families and and they're very different families you know he he the grandfather is divorced and remarries this like young beautiful latin woman and then his his daughter it, you know is it has like a, a maybe like a more traditional family. She marries this guy. They've got three kids and then there's a gay couple and they adopt a child. And it's like, for whatever reason, the show is so relatable. Like just the, the things that happen and I I don't know, just the types of personalities and maybe different things that happen at family gatherings or people that, do these cutesy things that they think are really, you know, fun and that other people really despise. And like, just this idea that you're like with your family and you all love each other and you also can drive each other nuts, but it's okay. Cause you still love each other. And yeah. it's just hilarious along the way. What a funny show. And that yeah. one is, <laughs> they've wrapped it. I wasn't sure if it was still going on. So it ended in 2020. There's 11, there are 11 seasons that you can watch on Hulu or Peacock. We're not quite done with it. We actually just started the final season tonight. We've been watching that one for a little bit now. Very funny. Even though it's one of my favorites, I actually don't think I've seen every episode. It's not one that I watch straight through. Um, like I feel like I've just seen a lot of different episodes, so maybe maybe I'll have to actually watch it all so that you can take me seriously on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just well, and it is one that you don't necessarily have to watch it in order. You can jump around, and it's still funny. Listen, Sean, you have to be like I am with Futurama for every show. If you love it, you will watch it over and over and you, over. You have to know it by and heart. Over and over. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, one of the favorites I wanted to mention uh, real quick is an older show, The Muppet Show. Hey. You guys, 
I love the Muppets. They're so great. Everything the Muppets are in is is gold. It's so good. Um, but I, there's a special place in my heart for the original Muppet show. Uh, obviously, it is a sketch comedy TV series created by Jim Henson featuring the Muppets. It aired from uh, 76 to 81. And I actually didn't realize this until I was looking up on Wikipedia. That's a phrase that I need to have on a t-shirt because we say that every episode. <laughs> yeah. um, so apparently uh, there were there were two pilot episodes that Jim Henson produced and nobody in the United States picked them up. Nobody was interested. But British producer Lou Grade expressed enthusiasm for the project and agreed to co-produce them up a show for British Channel ATV. Five seasons totaling 120 episodes were broadcast on ATV and other ITV franchises in the UK and later in first run syndication in the United States from 76 to 81. So I knew that the show was produced in England, but I didn't realize that was because no one in the United States wanted it. Wow. It's crazy to me. It's such a funny show. And the Muppets. I mean, it's the Muppets, you guys. Come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it's just so crazy to me. So, yeah, I, I love the Muppet show. I love how ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I, I said how I like dumb humor. The Muppets can get pretty dumb, and I love it. Uh, the, the Muppet show is basically about the sketch comedy show that Kermit is the showrunner slash host for. And everything goes crazy on him because it's the Muppets and everything's just haywire. Um, the Muppet Show has had some fantastic guests, though. Guys, let me tell you, we were watching a bunch of them. Now they're on Disney Plus. I actually owned them on DVD before they were, you know, before you could really stream them anywhere. I bought them. Uh, but so many fun guests and so many fun shows they did. Uh, one of my favorites of all of them is when Luke Skywalker was the guest. Mark Hamill was also a guest. So they had Luke Skywalker <laughs> and Mark Hamill as guests on the wow. show. And the whole episode, they're like chasing each other around of like nobody, like they just think it's all ridiculous. They're like, hey, hey, Mark, like, Mark, I'm Luke. What are you talking about? And then Luke, hey, Luke, not Luke, I'm Mark. What are you talking about? <laughs> Until finally at the very end of the episode, then they're both on stage like, oh, hey, there they are. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, but Incredible musical guests. I recently watched the episode with Roy Clark. Boy, that guy can play anything. We talked about him on our favorite guitarists episode. And he's awesome on The Muppet Show. He's so good and hilarious. And anyway, I just, I laugh so hard every time we watch The Muppet Show. I think it's hilarious. And I think I've ended every show I've talked about with that wrap up, but it's true. I think The Muppet <laughs> Show is great. It is so good. And what a good opening. That'll get stuck in your head. Yeah, yeah well, that's very true. <laughs> It's been playing in my head this whole time. You've talked about them. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> now, have they done different... I don't know if they're, like, reboots or continuations. Like, how... There have been additional Muppet series. Um, there was Muppets Now. There was an ABC show just called The Muppets. Uh, and I forget... There's There's been three or four. But I'm pretty sure the only one that was in, like, variety show style was the original the muppet show gotcha. from the 70s okay. and 80s yeah the other ones like them all together in my ignorance okay no 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 it's all good <laughs> it's all good in fact the one the one on abc the muppets that was wasn't that long ago within the last 10 years um it was during that period where there were lots of shows that were this mockumentary style right the office parks and rec where it's like a film crew is just following these people around like it's following real life that was how the Muppets was portrayed, and it was pretty funny. And I think it only might be—it might have only lasted one season, maybe two. It didn't last very long, but I sure thought it was funny. But yeah, there's for me anyway. There's nothing that compares to the original The Muppet Show. That's very good. 
Well, you mentioned mockumentaries. One of my very favorites is What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie or the TV series. I sure haven't. Oh. Never heard of it. (laughs) Oh, you guys. (laughs) I feel bad now. You guys. Okay, so What We Do in the Shadows was originally a movie which is a horror comedy film written and directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. (laughs) That's a good combo right there. (laughs) It's a really good combo. And basically, it's about, like, the modern-day vampire society and them, like, hiding in the shadows and living their lives and trying to not be discovered because historically people have not responded well to vampires. And (laughs) it's about this group of vampire roommates. And it's so funny. And so there's a spinoff series which of the same name, um, which is about the vampire roommates Nandor the Relentless, Laszlo Cravensworth, <laughs> Nadia of Antipaxos, and Colin Robinson. <laughs> All right. And oh, wow. it's, oh, it's such a funny show. And they've got uh, Nandor has his familiar... Guillermo de la Cruz, who is played by Harvey Guillen, who is a treasure of an actor. He is incredible. And Alex and I were just talking about him, actually, and how cool it is that his character that he's played on this show is such a lovable and endearing character while being just such an incredible, like, such growth over the seasons for him um, that even though he is maybe considered, like, you know, a plus-sized LGBT um, minority individual, he is being cast in so many roles now that are not just the side character, humorous character. He's being cast as main roles, which is so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. So, but yeah, so the plot of the show is we have these vampire roommates living in modern day New York and kind of going through the shenanigans they go through in everyday life and the whole underground vampire society and their feud with the werewolves who live around the corner and whatever. It's very, very funny. There is some strong language in that one. It's another TVMA, uh, but it can be streamed on Hulu. Well, adding that to my list now, too. <laughs> that sounds really funny. I feel like we're kind of jumping all over, but I guess that's good because the next one that I have is not related at all, and that is The Good Place. Oh, I love the good place. And and I will admit, I feel I'll, I'll tell you up front. Like if you if you start into it, it is one of those shows that starts off so so amazing that it's hard for the later seasons to really keep up with how good that that first season is. And so it kind of kind of tails off, but like it starts so high and it continues to be good. Um, but just so you know, so you don't, you don't, you're not like, oh man, I put in all this time. And, but like, like, even if you just watch the first season, it is just so good. Um, the entire premise of the show is just that, um, that Eleanor Shellstrop, uh, has died and she wakes up and she's in heaven and she starts going about her business and she's like, how did I end up in heaven? Like, I'm not a very good person. <laughs> and, and so it's like, it, anyway, so it just ends up being extraordinarily humorous of just being in heaven and kind of talking very lightly about, 
about just things that happened in earth and like it does develop and there, there are characters that, you know, you do care about and there, there's become some serious things, but in general, it's like, ah, oh, I'm dead. You know, I could, I could talk about whatever. And, but, but also just like, yeah, why, why am I here? And, and, and what is going on? And why, why is there frozen yogurt everywhere? Right. And just like <laughs> random stuff like that. Yeah. That's a heaven staple. Lots of frozen yogurt. <laughs> it is so good. But one thing I really enjoy with that show actually is how much it changes season to season. Like, I don't want to say anything to give it away, but I feel like over the course of watching that show, each season is so unique, really. That is true. That is true. Every every season, I'll give it that, is is very, very unique. And this is one that you will need to watch in order. You can't just catch a random oh, yeah. episode. Oh, uh, okay. Or it won't won't really make too much sense. This one, all of the all four seasons, um, and it, it is the show is over, are available on Netflix. I've only seen a few episodes, uh, mostly because uh, Nolan and Teresa keep bugging us to watch it. So I've <laughs> I've seen a few, and I need to I need to watch more. Again, my list is too long. Um, but one of my favorite <laughs> things in the show is that because they're in heaven, they can't really swear. Oh <laughs> yeah, like what the fork exactly yeah. exactly. <laughs> you mentioned why, why can't I swear? Yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny because like especially you mentioned Letter Kenny has some language and stuff. This one definitely does not because it they can't. does not. <laughs> No swearing in the good place. It's too funny. Well, and I don't know if we said the the main character Eleanor is played by Kristen Bell. What a fantastic job she did in that role. It was so well done. Yeah, she's she's really great. Oh man. And Ted Danson is one of the main characters and I like that in real life now Kristen Bell and Ted Danson are like besties. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> so, we've done we've done this rotation 3 times and we've got probably like a million things to talk about. Does anybody have other any others that they want to go deep on or are we just going to start like the lightning round over time here? I have one more. I'm not going to go deep, but I do have one more I just wanted to mention real quick. Uh, and that is Top Gear slash The Grand Tour. Yes. <laughs> and this is, I know this is a slight stretch because it's not strictly a comedy show. It's like a, it's like a, a car show or like a, an adventure show or whatever. But I laugh so hard whenever I watch it. And the so the the premise, Top Gear started in 2002, I think, 2002, 2004-ish, somewhere in there, uh, in the UK. It's a British show, and it is more or less created and hosted by Jeremy Clarkson with his co-hosts uh, Richard Hammond and James May. They're very British, and... <laughs> but the thing, the thing that first drew me into the show is I love cars and I especially, I love like fast cars and cool cars and stuff. And this show, part of it is that they do like these cool reviews of like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff. And they like really go out and like drive them hard, like drive them on racetracks and like really get to drive them the way they were built to be driven. And so that part of it was like, oh, this is so cool to get to see these like supercars and hypercars, like doing their thing. But the part of it that I think is the best part of the show and is is actually – I don't think you actually have to be that much into cars to like this show is the fact that they, they have these bizarre challenges that they'll do. Yeah. Like, for example, one episode, the, the challenge was to take some cars. They had to buy some cars, convert them into boats, and they had to, like, drive them. I forget how many miles it was. They had to <laughs> drive them to the lake and then, like, drive them down the boat ramp and then boat them 
uh, you drive, yeah, I guess you drive a boat, but you know, on the water across this lake, I forget how many miles it was. And so, and it's just so ridiculous. And like the one, I think Clarkson had like a pickup truck that he put like a big outboard motor on the back and, uh, Hammond took like a Volkswagen van and like turned it into like a houseboat. And then James May turned it in, turned it like a convertible into like a sailboat. And it's just ridiculous because they're just like goofing around and being stupid. And like that, and that's just one example. There's been so many other examples. They had to buy cars and turn them into limousines. And one of them like made a convertible limousine. You know, why has nobody done that before? Because it's stupid. <laughs> and like <laughs> so, it's so many different bizarre challenges they have to do. And these three guys, Clarkson, Hammond, and May, are so hilarious together because they're just constantly making fun of each other and like goofing off and like pranking each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Clarkson is like big and loud and brash and Hammond is like just like a like kind of whatever guy, but they always make fun of him for being short or whatever. And like James May <laughs> is favorite. so old fashioned and boring and like kind of proper. Yes. Yeah. Like very OCD <laughs> about stuff. And so. I just think these three guys are hilarious. So they were on Top yeah. Gear from the very first. Well, actually, James May joined in the second series, but that's whatever. Um, they were on that show from series one and two until like series 22 or something when there was some issues. And anyway, they left the show. And so they started a new one, which is basically the same thing called The Grand Tour, which is on Amazon Prime. So that's where you can watch that one. But I just think they're hilarious. So yeah. it's not strictly a comedy show, but I laughed so hard when I watched that show. Yeah. Uh, they just have, they have great chemistry. They are very comical people and they definitely build off of each other they to make really it that do. much more funny. Yeah. They're hilarious. And and I do echo those challenges are so funny. You know, they had an eco car oh, challenge yeah. where they just took gas burning cars and then one of them like made the the frame of the car out of bricks like made of clay and the other did it out of like wood and tree branches and they like drove through a river and like the car started to dissolve. Anyway, just, just things like that are hilarious. That was the last, I've got a bunch of honorable mentions, but that was the only one other one I wanted to talk about real quick. I do too. My last one I wanted to mention though was Shit's Creek, which is another <laughs> Canadian show. And to be clear, it is S-C-H-I-T-T. -T. It's the name of a place. That's right. That's why we didn't bleep it. <laughs> it's the name of the place. Mm. Which the premise, the premise of this show is that there's an extremely wealthy family that um, their like business manager or somebody or other embezzled a lot of money. And so within like the first 15 minutes of the show, they lose everything. And the only thing that they still have in their name, because it was in the son's name, was the deed to the town, Schitt's Creek, which the dad bought the son as a joke because it was funny because the town has a dumb name. To which the son is like, why didn't you just photocopy? Like, why don't you forge a document? And his dad's like, but that's not funny. That's not the joke. <laughs> like, I bought you this town. Um and so it's these four extremely wealthy New Yorkers that are living now in, again, another Hickville town and trying to adjust to this life. And it's very silly. And I do think that's another show. It, I enjoyed it from the beginning, but there are some things that kind of 
are a struggle to get through just because they are very annoying people. Like there's the socialite daughter who's like, um, no, thank you. That's not a journey I want to go on. Um, ew, David. And so she's just <laughs> annoying as all get out, but eventually you learn to love her. And then, yeah, there's the son who is very over the top and kind of grossed out by everybody. And I don't know. They just, they are all very lovable people, but it takes a minute to get there and not just be like, <laughs> oh, you guys are so spoiled. That's too um, funny. That one is on Netflix. And it has won a lot of awards, actually, for its writing and for its representation. And it is just a delightful show. Very good. Man, so many good shows, you guys. So many good ones. There's just not enough time. I got to watch more. (laughs) (laughs) We should do, we need to like do some math. I don't like math, but we need to do some math and add up (laughs) how long it would take for us to watch all the stuff on our list and like all the movies we've talked about and I'll play all the games we've talked about. Oh, we're just, we're going to spend the rest of our lives trying to catch up on these lists. You guys. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode so we can get started wasting the rest of our lives watching TV. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, as usual, we want to hear what you guys think. Send us an email at the favorite show at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram at the favorite show podcast. Let us know your favorite comedy TV series. There's so many. There's so many good ones out there, and we just like barely scratched the surface. Uh, so let us know which, what your favorites are. Let us know if you have suggestions for future topics or guests or whatever. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and we'd love a five-star rating if you like what you hear. And if you don't feel like giving us a five-star rating, let's be honest, it's probably just because we forgot to mention your favorite show, right? I'm sure we're going to get some emails about like that we didn't talk about Ted Lasso. I know... Tons of people love that. I mean, there, there are a lot of good shows out there, so make sure to let us know what we should have talked about, and then imagine we did and give us the five-star rating. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Remember, our quest for five stars. <laughs> Join <laughs> us on the quest. Oh, boy. Well, I guess that'll wrap it up for this week. Until next time, my name's Aaron. Sean here. And I'm Shannon. Talk to you all later. Bye. Cue the funny music. <laughs> or normal music. <laughs> Rapid Fire. Seinfeld. Cobra Kai. Monk. The Wonder Years. Life in Pieces. The Office. The American version. Yes. <laughs> Friends. The Cosby Show. Psych. The Big Bang Theory. Last Man Standing. Community. And extra out there honorable mention, I was going to talk about Impractical Jokers that I love a lot, but it's probably more of a reality show, but I think it's hilarious. I had The Office on my list as well. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Pinky and the Brain. Arrested Development. Miracle Workers. Pushing Daisies, and then the rest of them were covered by you guys. <laughs> I had How I Met Your Mother, Big Bang Theory, you said, Sean, Bob's Burgers, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Our Flag Means Death, which doesn't sound like a comedy, but it is. It's about pirates. <laughs>